0: What we believe, we know, may not be the truth. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of Under the Cowl of MS. It's a little quote from Amazing Spider-Man back in the day. Uh, And that is what we are going to talk about to start with. We're going to be talking about the Nick Spencer, Ryan Otterly run. Of oh, the Amazing Spider Man. 2018, it was started. Years ago, as a high school student, Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider and gained the proportional speed, strength, and agility of a spider. Adhesive fingertips and toes, and the unique precognitive awareness of danger called spider sense. After the tragic death of his uncle Ben, Peter understood that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. He became the crime-fighting superhero called the Amazing Spider-Man. Back to Basics Part 1. It's a nice thick book. Definitely worth the money back in the day. I love the resetting of the whole timeline. I like what they're doing with Peter and Mary, with the Brought me back to my childhood when I was in love with Spider-Man and just like read anything I could from the newspapers, the comics I could get my hands on. This brought back good memories. Uh, I really liked. I really like what these guys are doing. I want to read the rest of the run if if I can get my hands on it. But in this one, it starts out with a bunch of little green bugs. Falling from the sky, attacking all the Avengers and other characters, Marvel characters, and Spidey swings in to try and help out. And he decides to go after the ships, the, the alien ships that are dropping the bugs, and between that time, he runs into a confrontation with the Kingpin, which he makes Spidey an offer, Spidey goes up and finds out what's behind all the bugs they thought was just an alien invasion. And I don't want to ruin any of it for anybody, even though it is from 2018. An interesting character pops up towards the end of this one. Uh, There's also another character that's involved with some other stuff. Lots of Marvel characters are in here. Not too many of Spidey's foes. I'm guessing you'll be seeing a lot of things with them in the future. The cover shows people like Craven, the lizard, Rhino, and Mephisto, and stuff on the covers, Sandman, Scorpion, Vulture, and Electro, and there's just Spawn. There's just all kinds of characters in here. Uh, yeah, I really like this run. If you like the Spidey, character this would be a good one to jump into uh i know i aren't i'm not thrilled with all the constant remakes and reimaginings and all that but at least this one looks like it's staying somewhat true to the early years and will and with involving some reformulated characters and stuff and i just i think this is gonna be a really nice run so i'm gonna keep picking at it and see what i can find down the road hopefully get some more of those and we'll talk about them when we do uh another really fun one one you can't go wrong with because you got anything jack burton it's gonna be fun it's gonna be funny witty But uh, this is number one of Big Trouble in Little China, Escape from New York, Little Crossover, Jack Burton, the cocky truck driver, is in the wrong place and wrong time from 1987 alongside his identical alternate universe equivalent, Snake Plissken, in an alternate 2001 where marauders covered the land and what's left of the U.S. United States is a. Lawless world, basically. I mean, basically, uh, escape from New York, escape from L.A., uh, Mad Max type world is what Jack Burton is brought into, uh, not by purpose. Uh, they're. Tr- Trying to get uh, Snake Plissken, but then Jack Burton gets identified as Snake Plissken, and everybody thinks Snake Plissken did a bunch of stuff, so then Snake Plissken finds Jack Burton, and they get into it because he's like, well, you started shit that's going to cause me issues, and I'm going to cause you issues, and you get the two just constantly arguing, it's basically the same same two characters, just different timelines, just bantering back and forth. It's fun. It's lots of action, lots of excitement. Um, looking forward to seeing how the two team up together the rest of the run. It's a six-issue run from Boom Studios. Uh, yeah, if you can get your hands on this, it's I believe this came out in 2016 around that time but yeah it's anything jack burton or snake Pliskin is always enjoyable to me so check those out see what you can if you like those characters see how you you like them check them out one last comic here I'm going to throw in for this week is a What If comic, which I love these. these is, this is the newer run of them. This one started, I believe, in somewhere around 2015. Uh, 2015, 2016, this run is. This is issue number one, Infinity, number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. And this one, when the Avengers journeyed to the far reaches of the universe to stop the Builders' wave of conquest and destruction, Thanos and his Black Order struck Earth in order to find Thanos' child, Thane. In the ensuing battles that occurred, decisions were carefully weighed and debated before being carried out many with great consequences as a result. times like these, one can only wonder, what if different choices had been made? What if a fight had gone the other way? What if different actions had been taken? What if? Uh, This is a fun look at what would happen if Guardians of the Galaxy went after Thanos in a different direction. Uh you find that Thanos is imprisoned in a mobilizing cube type situation on Earth and Rocket and the gang come to find him and deal with him. Uh, of course, the Earthlings, instead of dealing with the situation, decide to hold on to him in a locked realm or sphere or whatever which they do with many characters stick them off to here stick them there hold on to them in case we ever need them or want to do something with them because of course the earthlings got to just stick their fingers where they don't belong and get into things they shouldn't but uh, yeah, was a fun look at what could happen in a different realm and a different method of taking things during the infinity wars and stuff But lots of characters that are involved in this, a lot of the Marvel characters. And, uh, if you like the, what if comics, definitely check these out. If you enjoy them, I'm going to keep getting them. I've always, always enjoyed the older, what if runs and get a few of those and grab those whenever I see them looking forward to seeing what they did with the newer ones. But yeah, check those out and see if you enjoy them. Uh, Other than that, I've been just working on putting together my own little COVID comic shop type deal. I uh, made a section of the garage into a little store where people can come. I'm going to only allow. One to two adults at a time. I don't want to deal with kids being here and stuff. Uh, I have the little space heater going. It'll be by appointment. And people can come and get some great deals. Uh, I want to get a few people in before the holidays in case they got to get some stocking stuffers or Christmas presents. And it'd be a great way to buy some stuff for Any comic book lover in the family or whatever, if you want to get someone interested in comics, there's some really good deals, including trading cards, action figures, stuff like that. I'm just trying to get that set up because I'm basically, the deals I'm giving, you could instantly go and make profits by reselling the stuff. I'm selling it. And a nice low low price that anybody could profit from it or just add to their collection with without spending a ton of money reason I'm doing it it's like' cause, you know people look at me like, oh it's still a, still bad deal, they still want a better deal or whatever and that. you get those old old guys that come in and they want a whole case for a dollar or something or whatever. I'm not playing that game, I'm just gonna do this by appointment the people that i allow to come out and it'll just be nicer that way and what's left i'll deal with down the road this could be the entrance into a possible future getting back into doing a comic shop again back in the future or something like that but just for now i figured People that don't want to go to a shop and be around a ton of people, you can come in, you can shop by yourself, I'll be off to the side. Or if you don't want me out there, you can just tell me and I'll leave you under yourself and go through things. But uh, it's just going to be a nice setup to hopefully get a few people in so that way I can get rid of some stuff that's piling up and in my way and I can start focusing on a few things I really want to have been wanting to get back into, but I just haven't had the opportunity to because all I've been doing is constantly moving stuff and bringing stuff and unloading stuff and trying to find rooms to put stuff. And it's like, I just wanna dwindle down all my inventory and stock and give people an opportunity to get things that they may want or want to resell for a decent price. And this way I can get to doing some things that I really want to do before my body doesn't let me do those in the future. As many MSers know, we got limited time and limited ability with certain items. And any day you could just wake up and not be able to stand up, not be able to move, walk, uh just being in so much pain you can't do anything you're constantly just focusing on your body trying to figure out ways to ease the pain and not being able to do anything during that time period so i'm going to try and take advantage of as much as i can this route and then that way hopefully i can get some a couple things going that i wanted to get going this winter And we'll just see what happens, see how it goes. But, yeah, it's been taking a toll. I've been spending about at least four hours a day out in the garage working on it, and that cement just eats right through my bones. And my knees are constantly locking or going out. My ankle's out again, my left one, which is my bad one. But I'll be going to get the inserts for that, I think, next week. I think tomorrow I got an appointment where I got to go do a bunch of labs for my upcoming physical, yearly physical and all that stuff I got to do. Uh, so it'll be basically blood tests, probably urine test, all that crap but i can get it done ahead of time so they can have the results when i come in for my physical and then we can go over everything and be done with it instead of having to do it on a phone interview or whatever later down the road i've been i'm down to my last couple pain patches and i was taking two to three of those a day just to get some stuff done now I contacted my neurologist last week and told him I was down to about 12 patches and told him I would probably definitely be doing 2 to 3 a day throughout Thanksgiving and stuff to get get stuff done with cooking the meals and all that stuff without with less pain and so I used those and then about uh, four or five days ago, I'm like, well, he's not contacting me back. So uh, I told him I needed a refill and we needed to double the uh, amount or triple it because instead of taking one every 12 hours, I'm taking two to three every 12 hours. And Barely getting too much relief from it, and you're getting some, but not as much as I'd like to. So I mentioned that to him and stuff, and have yet to hear back from him again. This is like the third time I have contacted by message, by phone, whatever. Leave messages for him all over the place. He doesn't get back to you. So I think this later this week, I'm going to. I'm gonna look into the neurologist and back in the freighter group again. See who they got now that my old neurologist left and see what options I have and then I think I'm gonna go back to back to freightert with my neurologist, and I'll have everyone of my doctors back in the freighter system. I uh this this neurologist, he's a nice guy and everything, and has given me some Options I never heard about before and help me with some things. But if you're not going to be there for me when I'm trying to contact you, not responding to me, my medication that's a medication, it's a high dose. Or I don't know, I want to say it's basically a medication that from reading the paperwork, you definitely have to wean yourself off it if you quit it. So with only having a couple patches left, I'm like, well, I should probably start weaning myself off it. So I got like eight patches left and I'm doing it one patch every other day right now. just bring myself down when I get down to the last like two, three patches. I'll probably do them once every three days or four days to try and get that weaned out of my system since i don't know when i'll have some other replacements or what will happen in the near future but we'll just go back to dealing with the pain like we we have for the past few years without any type of helps i just get myself used to the 24 7 extreme pain whereas it was nice with the patches getting lessened for a few hours a day. It was still there, just not as not as intense. You can definitely tell. It's like today's a non-patch day and struggling just to stand up, grabbing on anything you can just to walk. And, yeah, I am going to go. After this, I'm going to go out and work in the garage for another Two, three hours today. So after today, I can invite people to start inviting people to come out and check out things by appointment. Yeah, I think this is a nice, will work out nicely for people. So you don't have to go into those stores and be face to face with a ton of people. You can just come one or two adults at a time. Nice COVID free environment hopefully and they'll have their sanitizing area and everything and we'll just see how it goes see if it works out but uh yeah take care of the uh, doctor tomorrow and then hopefully the rest of the week we're done with that crap and we'll just set up the neurologist and next week we got another appointment the week after that we get the I think next week will be the shoe insert, and the week after that will be the physical one. And then it will be another damn holiday. So, and the end of the year. By and by. But yeah, it's. I just want to get back to enjoying my things and doing the things that I want to focus on. Get back to my art, get back to the. Leather work and stuff, get back to all that stuff. I've been getting my comic collection straightened out and dwindled down, focusing on just the ones that I really care about. Right now, getting ready to rest. It's gonna. will still take me all winter to go through all the comics, if not longer. But that'll give me something to add to the inventory if people do stop and shop and. Who knows, maybe I'll start ordering other stuff and get, I'm hoping to get back into another podcast that will be coming out in the future, hopefully after the new year. I'm thinking about doing a COVID comics style podcast where I go once every, once a month or once every two weeks to a different comic shop like I started doing. Then just pick up a variety of things from them, check out their shop, talk about them and stuff like that. How they're surviving the COVID issues and all that. And see what happens. Uh, we, had, we had Thanksgiving and I'm sure lots of you still have your leftovers. And uh good thing we did. You can always do and you can make your own fresh soups, but. I like picking up All uh, right, we have Fleet Farm out here, which is a variety store for farming and everything else and they do groceries and stuff not too and uh they have bear Creek soups they're on sale 4 for ten a lot of times, and uh two fifty for a soup that you did, all you gotta do is boil eight cups of water, dump the bag in mix it up and good to go and you got meals for a few days especially this time of year it's soup season chili season but uh they have a nice uh creamy wild rice soup and i took that last night and threw it together with a dish full of chopped up turkey turkey and wild rice soup that with the leftover cranberry. Jello stuff and fresh batch of veggies and stuff like that. We threw in there. It was just a nice little meal, and it'll still be more leftovers for another day or two. But uh, if you want to do that, you can, or whatever. You got some side stuff. You could always try out adding uh, Michael Hayes potato skins. Michael Hayes. P.S. Potato skins. Uh, take six medium potatoes, three chicken breasts, four strips of turkey bacon, three scallions, white or green parts, chop, white and green parts chopped up, one and a half cups, six ounces of shredded mixed mild and sharp cheddar cheese, jalapeno pep peppers seeded and chopped to taste two fresh tomatoes diced or canned and uh low fat sour cream to taste fresh tomato salsa to taste in the end preheat your oven at 350 pick the potatoes with a fork wrap in foil bake for an hour slice in half scoop out the guts use for use that for whatever you can just eat them on the side or whatever uh, while baking the potatoes, you can cook the chicken breast until cooked through and cut it into strips. Cook turkey bacon and then place the potato skins on a baking sheet. Put the chicken and bacon on and add on them and add the scallions, cheese, and peppers. Bake for fifteen to twenty minutes or until the cheese melts. Top with tomatoes, sour cream, and salsa as you please. And there you go. If you don't know who Michael Hayes is and you're not a wrestling fan, (laughs) Michael P.S. Hayes back in the day. It's a fun little recipe. I got a few of the wrestler recipes you'll hear in the near future. But, yeah. (laughs) Check that. Try that out if you want for a little side dish to go with your leftover turkey stuff. And since we've got a few minutes left uh I suppose talking about this time of year, I get a lot of vision issues, so just, here's what another person with vision issues does to navigate their navigate their symptoms of daily life, which includes their annual visits to an ophthalmologist and that they do along with visiting an optometrist make sure you explain any visual issues you're experiencing especially if new during your visits inquire about solutions that can utilize for low vision double vision etc use access tools on your computers tablets etc to improve your readability which is a nice thing you can to u- utilize large print you can uh If you have problems with double vision and stuff, you can inquire about prisms in your glasses. That can help correct it, but you can take your tablets or phones or whatever, and you can use the magnifying thing to help you with reading, which is nice. Uh, Track your visual issues to note any trends and changes. and Report it, write it down, whatever, so you can go over it with your doctors. And realize that all vision problems, they can or will be the result of MS. But who knows? You could have some other serious issue that you don't know about and stuff. So it's always good to get checked out. I know I got to get my back, my butt back to eye doctor because it's been a few years since I got my first set of glasses. And I've noticed that my vision is weakening by using any types, the reader glasses, the driving glasses, the whatever I have to use, so but yeah. Do what you can. Get through it the best you can. MS has a tendency to take a lot of shape from us. Your physical abilities or visions or friends family work uh, our aspirations a lot of stuff can be damaged by this damn disease so do what you can to get through it keep a smile on your face fight through that day when you're away from everybody then you can curl up and deal with your pain just don't let it show because no one understands (laughs) have their own criticisms and stuff and it just ends up making it worse for us because because of the stress and irritation but yeah we're back i know i took a week off gave you your sunday comics that was it last week hopefully we'll be back to a regular routine again and we will talk to you soon so have a great week be good to each other